Hey guys, welcome to our podcast Off the Record with Mix and Cheska. You're listening now on your podcasts on Apple Podcast and Spotify Podcast. Thank you for following us Off the Record with Mix and Cheska. This is Mix Bustos. And Cheska Litancalo. And we had an incredible year in sports in 2021. After what we experienced in 2020, when things were rather quiet, Philippines experienced, you know, amazing highs, Mix. We were so excited about this year in sports. Mm-hmm. And uh, to join us today for this discussion, kasi siyempre, uh, lalabas to December eh. So every time, you know, when when us in the sports industry, we do our wrap-ups kapag December episodes, we really look back on the year that was and that to help us dissect and break down uh, the top moments, top three moments for them, ah, for them, yung kadalang sports moments of 2021, we have veteran sportscasters, respected, very respected in the industry, Seb Sarmenta and Noel Zarate. Thank you so much, gentlemen, for joining us here today on Off the Record to break down the top sports moments of 2021. Saying hello. Kamusta po kayo? Sorry po. Kamusta age, kayo? Age before beauty. Age before beauty tayo. Hi, Sir uh, Noel, Sir Seb. Hindi, hindi, ba, hindi ba food food podcast ito? I thought it was a <laughs> sports. Okay, sorry, sir. Hi, hello. Kasi... Gagawa kami ng food episode siguro one time na yun ang pag-uusapan na hindi naman masyadong yes. seryoso. You'll be shocked to reveal what Noel eats, what Cheska eats. What I <laughs> Cheska? <laughs> I have no idea what Noel eats. I'll get, I have yet to know him. But thank you for, uh, thank you for inviting. Actually, to our listeners, you know, uh, ang schedule namin is sabihin natin 10 a.m. Pero napasarap ang kwentuhan. Nag-start kami a few minutes after. And yeah. Ako personally na-realize ko, sabi ko, maraming pwedeng pag-usapan dito besides yes. our topic today. Ah. So sana, yes. sana makagwapa tayo ng isa pa or dalawa pang episode to talk about those things that we don't normally hear or normally read about uh, when it comes to sports. Pero ngayon, no, um, we're just gonna do this um, maybe alternate style, uh, Sir Sev and Sir Noel, uh, about your top sports moments of 2021. Sir Sev, I wanna start with you. What is your top moment of uh, 2021? Halong moment and concerns and issues are valid kasi yung moments, uh, I think the default number one will have to be Idolin Diaz yes. winning the gold medal. That's going to be an, on everybody's list. And I would be pleasant, I would be shocked to find out if she doesn't become the sportswoman of the year of the PSA. Mm-hmm. Second, of course, is uh, not much is given importance because they did lose their their matches, no? But the medals of Yumir Marshall, Nesty Pitesio, Carlo Paalam, and their fine performances, uh, hindi mga, mga controversies ay yung kay EJ Ubiena at saka kay Carlos Yulo. The last one uh, will have to be um, Yuka Sasso and all other Filipino athletes abroad. This is controversial, of course. Uh, there are some who will say that um, dapat sa atin lang naglalaro. But there's another way of looking at it, and I'm sure you'll agree that uh, 
the recognition of Filipino sports talent. It's just the recognition of our other talents. If we have OFWs, we have people working abroad, then therefore our athletes will just get better and better. Those are my top three for the year. All right, Noel? Unang-una, uh, belated happy birthday to Seb Sarmenta, by the way. Yes. Uh, hello, hello. Thank uh, you, thank you. Belated, sir. Oh, yan. Uh, ako, ako naman, next week naman ako. <laughs> Pareho kami yung Sagittarius. Kaya itasok mo yun. Hindi natin siya babagayin. Yung ko po is flashing in the middle of the screen. So. <laughs> well, yun sa akin, I, I think my top moment in sports for 2021 has got to be the Olympics uh, per se. The mere fact that the okay. Olympics pushed through, despite the fact that there was a pandemic, despite the fact na maraming uh, sa Japan wanted to shut it down before it even mm-hmm. started, ano? So just, uh, and of course, bonus na yun. Nakakuha tayo ng apat na medalya and our very first gold medal in almost 100 years of joining the Olympics courtesy of uh, Hydaelyn Diaz. Uh, but I think my number two would be also the return of international play sa Pilipinas where we actually hosted one of the FIBA Asia qualifying windows uh, last June. Nagbubble ulit sa Clark. And speak of bubbles, I think that's that's been the theme of sports ever since October of last year. no. So that was a bubble that we had in Clark for about, we were there about 16 days. First time we had international uh, contingents come in. Pumasok si China, pumasok si Japan, you know, all of the other contenders. So the mere fact that we're opening our borders already for international competition, that is a big deal considering what happened yeah, in 2020. And I think my third would be the resurrection of uh, Philippine volleyball. Philippine volleyball in the, in the person or in the entity of the Premier Volleyball League na nagbabol sa limang ling- uh, within five weeks nagbabol yan sa Ilocos and I was part of that bubble as well yeah the mere fact that volleyball has come back and then it's been there we were there for five weeks sobrang successful uh, speaks volumes of course of the resurrection of sports already in the country so those are my top three the Olympics na, na natuloy yung nagkaroon tayo ng isang international event finally rito in 2021 with the hosting of one of the windows of the FIBA Asia qualifiers of basketball and of course, the return of the PVL and volleyball per se, professional volleyball na actually ang uh, PVL. Sir Sev, uh, I want to ask, of course, for the ones who are listening. Of course, they know. Uh, I mean, generally known na si Heidelin Diaz more so now in 2020. Um, for the ones that uh, didn't really get to watch or witness her performance, kasi unang weightlifting hindi naman talaga talaga natin yan alam at the back of our heads eh. But she rose to popularity when she won the gold. Uh, can you just give a recap on how really big of a deal is it for Heidelin to get the gold uh, in the Olympics? Especially since he was actually in Japan. He was okay. there. Yeah. Right. Yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. Um, if you've been to your fourth Olympics, that's a big thing. Um, and you have been unsuccessful in your first two tries. So, Beijing, it's like London, then you finally hit silver in Rio. Uh, then the gold is a big thing. When you look at that tape of that finals, that final lift, you can see how she has matured as a as an athlete, young um, strategy and team. I think Heidelin Diaz also taught us that we don't win gold medals by yourself. You need a team. And I think sports in this country will have to understand that you need a conditioning coach, a psychologist, a nutritionist. And she had that team, Heidelin. Uh, yun yung pumapalakpak doon. Big deal ito 
kasi hindi madali ang weightlifting. Uh, whether mabae o lalaki ito, mabigat, mahirap na sport to. Subukan nyo humbuhatin lahat yung binuhat ni Heidelin. Hindi nyo si Heidelin araw-araw. Tapos yung ginawa ni Heidelin na nag-train sa Malaysia, na-isolate siya, uh, hindi maka-train sa gym. She was carrying water bottles. and then, She went through a lot. And she also had her conflicts with Philippine sports officials. Uh, this is a big moment for her. I, You know, my prayer during that moment while I was beside Carlo Pamentoan who was doing this, ang selfish prayer ko that day. Sabi ko, Lord, isang gold lang ang bayan namin. In China, marami ng gold. I'm sure pwede mo naman ibigay sa amin. <laughs> uh, that's why siguro nung kay Nesti Pitesio at kay Carlo, sabi ni Lord sa akin, tama ka na, umihika lang ng isa. Ayos na yan. Pang <laughs> <laughs> bronze. Ayos, uwi na kayo, uwi na kayo. May, may gold na kayo. And, but this is quite a talented team. Uh, this was a, probably the most talented across different sports. The last time this happened was in the 1930s, diba? Uh, when, when we had all those bronze medals. This was a special team. Uh, this was a team that also went through many challenges, just getting inside Japan and staying there and being isolated, no crowds and everything was a challenge. I thought it is a big deal that Heidel and Diaz, it's a big deal that the national anthem uh, was played. Uh, Noel, you were in the volleyball bubble. I mean, we've we've worked together in the PSL. Obviously, very different from how things were done in the bubble. Uh, can you talk to us about your experience there? Uh, unang una, I think uh, our hotel was a lot better than the hotel of the athletes. Just kidding. Just because of the food. Babalik naman tayo sa pagkain. I mean, we're having yeah, we were having bug net once a week. Oh, we're having bad oh, nice. week. Longganisa, longganisa. Oh, yung paisa. Magpapadala na lang bigla si uh, Congresswoman Ria Farinas ng ilang kahon ng, ano, ng empanada dun sa, <laughs> sa venue. No, but the thing is kasi, being in Ilocos, ano, it was in the middle of the pandemic, originally the games were supposed to be held in Lawag. Pero since Lawag nagkaroon ng lockdown, we had to go to the next town, which is supposed to be the practice venue lang sa Bacara. Uh, it turned out that na talaga yung setup, everything there. It's a really small gym. Uh, I think the crew, the TV crew, did a great job to set up doon sa, sa lugar na yun. But it was just five weeks of that. Hotel, gym, hotel, gym. We're just riding the bus. Minsan dumadalo kami sa hotel ng mga, ng mga players because they were in Fort Ilocanja. We were in uh, in Java Hotel. Ano? So it was just five weeks of just that. It was a five-week business trip. And I think uh, yung, the girls, uh, the, the players, the coaches, and the organizers did a great job conditioning the players that we are just doing this for volleyball. Wala nang lakwacha rito. This is not, yes, Fort Ilocan just right next to the beach, but you have very limited beach time because you do have to practice. So it was more of, talagang it was a bubble, a business trip, just to make sure that volleyball got restarted. I think the PVL under Tony Boyliao and Ricky Palu and all the rest of the guys in Sports Vision did a great job restarting volleyball. So uh, it was very successful. Uh, Noel, we always get the perspective of the players in the team's bubble life. What's it like from the production end? Pretty much it's the same sa production end, uh, except uh, pagdating sa hotel, parang it's just a lot of downtime. Eh. Because pagdating doon, nakasetup na, all you have to do is just work. Pero in, uh, usually at the hotel, nagkwekwentuhan lang. Uh, there was actually a COVID scare, maniwala ka. Uh, a few people tested positive 
for uh, for COVID. Tapos yung iba nga nag-positive talaga, so they had to be isolated. Uh, you know some of the people I'm talking about uh, from ABS-CBN Sports na nag-positive doon. Um, they had to be isolated. We didn't see them for two weeks. Aitin Sai was, ano, was exposed to one of the people that positive had to work from her room for two weeks. As if she was doing the courtside duties from her room, yung mga ganun, yung mga iba-ibang reports na ginagawa. So it was also scary because the virus was still very real. At the time, I'm not saying it's not real now. Pero at the time talaga, you could shut down the whole operation pag nag-positive ka. Buti lang yung mga nag-positive, nahuli ka agad. And yung mga testing namin eventually hindi na wala na lumabas. But we were tested like every six days. As in every six days, our noses had to be pierced. <laughs> <laughs> no zest. Yeah, and and, and back then, <laughs> uh, just to make sure everybody safe. Yeah, and back then, it yung vaccination rate hindi naman ganon kabilis back then compared to now. So right, tama right. Ka it was realer in that sense. Yeah, and and yeah. I only had one shot at the time. In fact, some of the people that we were working with, wala pang bakuna kasi hindi parampant ang bakuna at the time. So Correct. it was always a threat that you could get shut down if if anybody tested positive. Pero yung awa ng Diyos, we had four positive cases na isolate lahat and then the whole thing went smoothly uh, until the end. Hi mga matchat sexing chismosa. Ako nga pala si Mokoy, ang inyong corporate slave. At ako nga pala si Ingo, ang inyong corporate lucky. Nabalitaan nyo na ba yung pinakabagong chismis? Nandito na kami ngayon sa Podcast Network Asia. Oo nga, kaya samahan nyo kami sa longest. Longest? Running. Ay yung pinakamahaba? Comedy podcast sa buong Pilipinas. With all the the moments that you mentioned, with all the points that you raised, I have to ask, how does this set the tone for next year? Considering that we lost the SEA Games this year. We were that was a huge loss to sports in Southeast Asia in the Philippines as well. Um, but in terms of everything that Filipino athletes or Philippine sports has uh, put forth in 2021, you know what do we see in 2022? Are things finally going to get back to normal, or are we going to continue this bubble cycle? Are we going to? Uh, what, what what do you think, Sev? Um, tayo, we have a different timetable as uh, ordinary citizens to protect our own personal bubbles. Uh, we work when there's work. We sit in front of these Zooms and all kinds of uh, online platforms like Stringer, for instance. But the athletes are a different breed. Um, the competitions are their milestones. Uh, their lives are geared towards those big moments. And Cheska raised a very good question that also reflects on the brilliance of those who did well in the Olympics in 2021, 2020. Um, the SEA Games will matter in the course of the curve that has improved for Filipino athletes all the way back to the Asian Games by in 2018, the SEA Games in 2019, the good Olympic performance in 2020, 21. Um, there are lots of questions. There's the Asian Games and the Sea Games. Vietnam looks like they will proceed with the Sea Games. China is a different uh, matter altogether. So that depends. So, um, so it's the athletes who just have to keep on training, but their schedules are messed up by this uh, pandemic as well. In fact, even the broadcasters, there is word that the uh, 
SEA uh, Games might be done distantly. Uh, that's why your tube talents have to be always good. Uh, these Asian Games may be done via Singapore. So there are various options. It depends on the politics, both of the institutions and of the virus itself. It affects the athletes, Jessica, and uh, uh, you know how they feel like th there's a plan for the UAAP to return. What if suddenly there's a surge? In fact, classes are being brought back again, and it's uh, having be being a teacher. It's so hard to get the students back on campus. They're from the provinces. I have a student from the U.S. I have a student in somewhere in Hong Kong. Ay, naku, biglang uuwi. Ay, naku, tas quarantine uli. Ay, naku, hindi madali. Yung mga athletes lalo na. So we wish them the best. But galing lang ng Pinoy athletes. Ano, napaka-Pinoy, napaka-resilient lang talaga. And I'm going to, I'm going to jump off from that point, Noel, when you talk about the Olympics. And akalaan mo yun, coming from a pandemic, coming from a not normal training camp, tapos makakaapat na medal ka. What does that say about the Filipino athlete? I would think for that, si Heidelin was due the whole time. I mean, magandang laban niya against her Chinese competitor, but she was really due. The hours that she put in, pagdating sa training, pagdating natin sa boxers also, Sev said it in one of his commentaries of boxing. This is only the beginning of what what can happen dun sa sa mga boxingero natin. I think our boxers can dominate the Olympics. Pero also, kung tayo na apektohan ng pandemic, pati narin yung ibang bansa. I mean, they couldn't really train as much as they they could have. I believe, siguro in in boxing, if every country that went up against the Philippines had better training or had more training, baka mas mahirapan makamedal. Sila Carlo, sila, ano, sila Marshall, at saka si Nesty. Pero yun na nga, since that uh, was the case, I think we got it at opportune time na nakakuha tayo ng, uh, ng medals doon. Not to take anything away from our opponents, not to take anything away from the athletes themselves. Pero yun, natimingan lang na mas gutom ang Pilipino kasi mas naparada eh. Diba? They, can't, they can't do sports. So they were able to just put it all out there Uh, well, it mattered the most. That uh, I think it's just the start of a lot of things. EJ Obiena, as uh, Sev mentioned earlier, Kaloyulo. Watch out for these guys in Paris, and eh? 2024. Ito, I think these are medal hopefuls for the Philippines. Ah, uh, well, uh, one thing that wasn't mentioned uh, earlier. Pero side note lang to. When we talk about the NBA and we talk about you know all these super teams, and when we talk about all these movements in the off these off season, Sir Sev, the Milwaukee Bucks. It's like a grassroots team built from the ground up and they won the championship. What's, what does that say uh, about NBA basketball? And buhay pa yung ganong istilo? View kasi ng NBA teams is long-term. They will make changes for the future. Like them in Golden State Warriors. Ngayon, pasensya, yun ang team ko eh. Ako rin. Gusto ko rin ng Phoenix Suns kasi exciting silang panoorin. But they... They make these trades. They'll, sometimes there are guys in our industry who know this better, and I, I love watching them. He's the third round pick, and in exchange for blah blah blah, damn genius at Twitter. Pagka pagka ganon eh, di ba? Makakatwa because I don't understand half of it. But the nice thing is that based on your example in some Milwaukee. Dahan-dahan, isipin mo, ang tagal bago nag-championship, panahon pa ni Karim Abdul-Jabbar at saka ni Oscar Robertson yung huling championship. Pero sila, kasi 
home-based eh. Uh, in other words, city-based eh. Yung mga, mga ano, happy lang sila to cheer for a team they can call their own eh. Diba? Right. Um, if you watch in the NBA in the States, in, in Golden State, uh, in fact, Chess, di ba, bago sila in their new venue, the old venue of the Warriors was in Oakland, hindi naman sa San Francisco eh. Dinudumog ng tao yan kasi feeling nila, team namin yan. Um, which is in contrast to the way we do it here kasi commercial teams tayo, di ba? So when we talk about, pinasok na ni Migs eh, yung <laughs> <laughs> we've we've seen how we've already watched how the NBA evolved from a bubble from a bubble to live games. And now we're we're hearing we're hearing so many teams, so many players, even people from management, you know, in the PBA saying that we hope that the uh we hope that we see the fans back in the arena soon because it really is different when you watch games on tv and there's no live audience no amount of artificial uh audience members will make up for yeah or virtual it it's not the same and players thrive off of this what do you think we can expect from the pba in the coming year this coming season, which begins tomorrow, this coming conference, which begins tomorrow in Inaris Pasig, um, Inaris Pasig muna tayo. Huh? Begins today, Wednesday tayo. December 8th. It is December 8th. It is, by the way, the death anniversary of John Lennon today. By the way. He was killed in, uh, in uh, 19, December 8, 1980. Anyway, uh, opening na ngayon ng PBA, what's going to happen is, I believe, uh, at napag-usapan na natin ito, I'm hearing it also from I'm probably the same sources as you guys, is eventually by the Christmas Day game, baka daw may audience na. That's the goal. By the Christmas Day game, and there will be a Christmas Day game this year, kasi nga, December tayo magbubukas, that's gonna be on week 3. Uh, baka daw mailagay na either sa Araneta or sa MOA, basta may vaccination card ka. In fact, pati yung coverage natin ngayon, if you're going to cover a game in Reliance, uh, mm-hmm. right now, hindi mo na kailangan magpaswap. Pakita mo lang yung vaccination card mo. Hindi mo na kailangan magmukhang Teletubbies na susuot ka pa ulit ng PPE. Uh, pwede ka lang, basta you have your vaccination card there, you can actually already work. I think that's good news for ano, for uh, people like Sev who's uh, been... I, I don't know the last time Sev did a, a PPE game was... The last, ano pa ba, 2019? January 2020, end of the sure. conference and conference ending championship. January 2020. Full game, the last time. Yeah. <laughs> Nakapag-PSL pa tayo sa Kabite, remember? We had like yeah, two like, games ano, or three games. Yeah. Then we did yeah. two games ng PSL na yeah. tayo na pauso ng behind closed doors. Eh. Yeah, that was the one. Mm. San Juan Arena. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was Jackson's first and only PSL game. I was in San Juan the and it was happy sad because I was at San Juan for a for a for a test. Uh, we had to do a test for something, you know. Um, but that's the role of sports. But I know well, diba difference. Sorry, ako na biglang nagtanong. Ah, uh, diba cultural difference? Diba chess kaya wong ko. Um, ang mga ang mga sa Amerika kasi yung insistent sila on their rights. Eh. We want to be back. Yung isang Milwaukee Championship mix. Diba to sa arin, to sa, to sa lugar nila, wala nang mask-mask, ano, giiinuman, nag-ano, ano din eh. It's also cultural. It's a cultural thing. 
parang ano sir ang ang kwento ng mga Americans na nasa states they really fight for their rights according to the mm-hmm. constitution yes Oh. Hey, yung ibang virus, wala namang constitution yung virus na yan eh. <laughs> yun na ka eh. Pero ano eh, tama yung yeah. tanong, tanong, tanong nila, magkaka-audience ba tayo? Ang, ang... I believe, ano, said the goal is really to have the audience in by Christmas. I'm not sure what the steps are going to be, but I think part of that is the vaccination card. Pag fully vaccinated ka, para may konti ka ng kalayaan kumilos uh, within, the, within the boundaries of the PBA. So yeah, we will be starting out in Inares for this week. Nakita na nga natin schedule. Until Sunday, we have uh, Inares Pasig na kalagay. And then week two, malamang Inares Pasig. But week three is when I'm assigned sa PBA. Na may nagsabi na sa akin, baka may audience ka na. Tama onwards. si Cheske. Uh, did you lose me? Sorry. 22nd onwards. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tama si Cheske. Right. Kasi wala nang makunan yung mga direktor pagka bubble eh. Di ba? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wala nang makunan yung mga direktor yung supervisor players, the coaches. Ay, yung bola, focus ni focus yung bola. Yun oh, lang. Wala nang makunan. They have nothing else to uh, to shoot and nung bumalik ang crowd sa NBA, it made a world of difference. Talaga. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Hopefully it happens right, within before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us here on our episode wrapping up 2021. But lastly, uh, siguro just a brief any out of phrase, description, or anything that you may like. Sir Sev, um, describe sports in 2021. What's an encompassing term for you? Joyful. Despite everything, joyful. It was a joyful year. Maybe mainly because of the first Olympic gold medal. That means a lot. Uh, it, in our Noel and I always talk about this, and I'm older than Noel. Pinko Noel, in my lifetime, I will not be able to see a gold medal and Filipino national anthem being played. Alam mo nung sa Singapore, ah, sa, sa, sa Tokyo, we were all crying. We were all crying. Then there's this broadcaster from Singapore who came, and we were all dancing, and she took a video of us and said, I remember when we won our first gold medal, uh, the swimmer. And you know, yeah. beat. Yeah, Noel is good with these names, but I, I, I think, thought. Uh, that, yeah, I think I remember. That, that was a golden moment. I don't know. You're younger, Mix, and this is not just one word, I know, but Mix and Cheska, you'll probably see more uh, in our lifetime. And that's why Heidelin, I wish she didn't have to lift again in Paris, but she says she wants to inspire the next generation and continue to do so. It's her call, But joyful, definitely joyful. Yeah, it was on a personal note, it was the year of the bubble for me. Really, it was the year of the bubble. First bubble was in October of last year. We were in Clark, we were in Quest of Pampanga and AUF for 63 days. 63-day bubble year. That's the longest I've ever been away from my family. Uh, but this year, we had a 16-day bubble for the FIBA Asia qualifiers at Clark. We had a five-week bubble para sa PVL, sa, no, sa Ilocos Norte. I was there for half of the Bacolor bubble of the PBA. That's a little over a month. Then we had the field basket bubble with the Sila Commissioner Jai Reyes in Subic. So I had four bubbles this year. That was the sacrifice. And I told my family this. I'm sacrificing now because I am going to be part of the resurrection of sports. It's going to have to be like this for a while. But when it comes back, at least we're still around. I'm still part of the, I'm still servicing sports and sports is slowly making a comeback. Yung nga lang, puro bubble nung una. And eventually, if we do get the audience back, parang all, 
all of the hard work is going to come to fruition. Uh, year of the bubble for 2021, but also uh, it was a very glorious year as well because sports finally made a comeback. All right. Thank you so much, Noel Zarate and Seb Sarmenta, for joining us on this episode of Off the Record with Mick Sanchezka. It's always such a joy listening to veterans talk about sports. It's it's I learn I always learn so much from you guys. Thank you. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.